0: The setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power.
1: You're the king, I tell you! I tell you you're
0: king! Only for Super NES. NES.
1: You're listening to the SNES podcast with your host Soul Blazer. Hello, folks. Uh, I'm Greg, joined by always my favorite co-host Joe. Hello. We are covering in this episode of the Super NES podcast, episode episode number one ninety six. We're looking at a uh, f- uh, fan suggestion. Uh, this was a you know this was suggested by somebody who's a fan of the podcast. It was a very obscure Japanese-only game, so it's like you know I figured like. Joe, I think is more into those than I am, but still, it's not interesting <laughs> enough. So, um, we're looking. So, like, like we're looking at this episode. Then, but um, um, their suggestion. Thank you very much. Um, a Japanese only racing game, uh, which is called a uh, Uchu Race Astro Gogo. Uh, literally, literally, literally translated as Super Race uh, Astro Gogo, um, which came out, which came out only in Japan in 1994 for the system. So. Um, so I mentioned before in the podcast and like in the past, I enjoy like I enjoy some racing games. It's like you know, I, I, you know, I think you know, I think racing games are fun more 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 two player mode or cooperative mode than, than they are single player. But you know, I haven't said that. You know, I you know I am a big fan. Um, I am uh, I am a big fan a big fan uh, of the F Zero series, which apparently the developers of this game also were a fan of F Zero, which we'll talk about here for obvious reasons uh, shortly. But. Um, Joe, had you ever had you ever heard of this game or knew anything about it before uh, before you start playing it?
0: No, I had never heard of this game. I have never seen this game, and when you mentioned it, I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> um, of course, Google helped me out. and yes. helped me discover it. The first time, first thing I saw was like, "Oh, okay, I I might like this game."
1: Yes, <laughs> um, it is very similar to F Zero. Uh, there definitely are similarities to this game, uh, but there are also some yeah. There's also some like significant differences. So to cover, um, I mean, um, which we'll get here to in just a moment. So uh, the game was like the game was developed and published by companies we've already covered here in the talk uh, uh, cover here in the podcast actually. Uh, the, the game was developed by K's Corp. Corporate, Corporate Limited, which is a mostly Japanese uh, company. Uh, they also branch out. Uh, they also uh, they, they uh, they've been around since 1987. They also branched out uh, into doing uh, pachinko games, pinball websites, and, uh, websites, uh, IT work, etc. So it's, it's, it's uh, uh, so not just so not just so not just video games that they've made. Uh, most of their games have stayed in Japan, but there are a few games that come over here in the West. Uh, we, uh one of the games we've already covered on the, on the podcast before sir so, uh uh super pinball behind the mask which mm-hmm. is probably which is probably one of the most ob- which is probably probably the most obscure nintendo published game for the system uh because it is to begin be, because it's a very niche game the pinball is of course kind of niche so uh they also they also developed the cult favorite uh, zombie nation for the nes in 1990 did you ever play that game joe i did not yeah, domination is fun. You know, that, you know that's a very you know you know that's a more obscure game, but that um, yeah, that sounds like one of theirs. So hmm. um, they also published. Uh, they also they, uh, they also they also developed, curiously enough, a Shingami Tensei pinball spinoff game. So okay, um,
0: you don't get any more obscure Japanese than that, right there.
1: <laughs> well, it uh, um, well it actually yeah I can't see at first glance if it came out in North America. It was published by Atlas. So. Uh, hmm. May have come out in, in North America. Uh, I'll have to look later. But anyway, yeah, most companies' games they develop have either been racing games or pinball games. That seems to be the bread and butter. So, yeah. um, they also they also developed the terrible Ultraman game at the Super NES as well too. So, <laughs> wait, no, I'm sorry, not not that one. They um, the 2004 game, which I've not played. Never mind, check oh, okay. that. So, I, I I have no idea. Um, <laughs> the game the, the game was published by uh, Meldak, which is a Japanese music music video game company. Uh, the they've been around. Um, they, they, they've been around since 1990. They used to have a U.S. branch, a uh, U.S. branch, but that closed. Uh They also, they're uh, the ones who published, they're the ones who published, uh, uh, zombie nation, uh, for the nation North America, they, and they also, and they also, also had the publishing rights to super pinball behind the mask, um, in Japan as well too. Nintendo Nintendo's the one who got the rights from them to publish the game in North America. So, hmm. uh, that partnership between the two companies also affected this game as well too, which we'll, um, you, which we'll cover here, uh, later on. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so, uh, this game, this game is your. This game is a pretty basic racing game. Um, you have available to you to um, uh, two modes uh, when you when you start the game. You have a time trial, which allows you to practice practice races. Curiously enough, compared to many of the games, you're allowed to practice any race you want to, including races, including races you haven't gotten to nor, nor, um, like normal gameplay, which is cool. So. Uh, you have time trial, and you also have like you know the main game racing mode, which also which also which also has two selections. Uh, there's normal, and there's also power mode. So uh, from what I can tell, the power mode starts Started you off with some extra power ups and some extra like you know like power uh, like power abilities like your are a racer uh, hmm. compared to like you know like normal, normal racing mode. We have to earn that stuff as you like earn earn stuff as you go through the courses. The courses normally. So uh, there's fifteen there's fifteen races all together available to you. Each one takes place a different planet um your objective like most racing games is to try to get first or first or close enough to first to be able to advance um, you have to, uh, like in the main game mode grand Prix mode, you you have five chances to get three like third place or better uh, if you lose five times the game will give you one more chance to continue uh, using your um, uh, uh, using stains the stains the stains that you were in prior um, but keep in mind, those five losses in Grand Prix they count across the entire course. So, for example, if like you get your, five, uh, your fifth loss in, in race ten and then you get your sixth loss in, in race twelve, that's it; the game's over. So, yep. um, the game also the game also saves your progress using a battery backup, so no need for passwords in this game, which is always nice. Um, so, uh, so like before we talk about similarities like similarities and differences between the between F zero which is which, which is an obvious comparison to, like this game for anybody who's seen graphics the game would, like to understand. Yeah. Uh, Joe, why don't you like about gameplay and your own experiences with this? Oh boy um, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I saw screenshots for this game because I hadn't heard of it and immediately was like, oh cool, I love F0. this is an F zero clone. Uh, I'm interested to see how this game is. Um, Wow. So, I did not... like. I I felt the controls were kind of tight. I really didn't like the way the controls felt. Um, There's ice patches. There's multiple different obstacles that get in your way. Um, That was one of the things that I found with this game is... It tries to pull itself off as a racing game, you know, like F-Zero. But to me, it was more like an obstacle course. You're, you know, you have fans, you got slingshots, you got um, conveyor belts, bumpers, there's different jumps. When you make jumps, it's not like F-Zero where you just land on the track and you're good. Like, you have to land on specific pattern like, landings to be able to proceed in the race. Um, quite a few times I made jumps, and I was like, oh, cool, land on the track just to be kind of picked up by the rescue vehicle and placed on the proper pad. Um, that was the other thing that I found interesting in this game. Like, you don't blow up or anything like that. It's like, you get rescued every single time. Um, no pivoting camera was very interesting yes. to me. Yes, yeah. Um, because, you know, that's one of the things I loved about F-Zero. With that pivoting camera, like, you got a sense of the speed that you were going. This game, I, 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 the only way I feel the sense of speed in which I'm going is when I'm pinballing off of the bumpers and all the other obstacles that are in your way. Um, and pinballing is something that will happen quite a bit in this, uh, this game when you're racing, especially to begin with. It takes a little while to get used to the controls. Um, five pilots to choose from. They all have their varying degrees of, you know, mm. what they're good yeah. at and what they're not. Um, so, you know, I appreciated the little bit of variety there. What was the other one that I, uh, that I had issues with? Um, yeah, every other argument I had has to do with, like, sound design. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll get into that, too. <laughs> yeah. So but, I think you, yeah I think you hit the major points in the head like right there because it's like <laughs> because like first glance the game does look like an F Zero clone because like yeah. ob- obviously obviously the developers were inspired by F Zero which is like okay if that's not a bad game you know you know, that's not a bad game to be inspired by because F-Zero right. is great so but um, yeah the first thing the, f- the first thing you know right away is the fact that the camera the camera the camera doesn't change um, so which is which is curious it's like it's like I appreciate. I can appreciate them doing that because I like, you know, F zero I know is not play with some people because of motion control, sickness and like, right. like, like whatnot. So I understand, but I get it. Um, but it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting how that actually plays in practice though, because like, it because it makes, because the camera doesn't move. It makes the, it makes the courses feel a lot more smaller and compact than they actually are because right. they're actually, they're actually big courses, but big courses, but because you can't see around you, you don't get to take that in. So as a, mm-hmm. f- as a result, the game feels very like a, um, the game feels very uh, narrow and focus and uh, focus because of that uh, because the aspect. Um, the graphics themselves are good, like uh, like you know the game, is the, um you know the game's like good graphics. Yeah. The play, um you um you know, the plants all have a different look to them. They all have that very like space like space theme that they were going for here with this. Um the 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 cars the, the cars themselves are very different they're very different looks like you know. Um, you know that's like very cute how one of the okay like one of the cars has those like very long like Star Wars like Python wings that kind of like yeah, the, yeah. The, you know shake that the um um as as car races you know so the cars have like some cool design to them like for sure Um, I love the fact you can't die per uh, per, uh, per uh, straight out in this game like you like you mentioned Joe uh, if you get stuck run out of energy whatever you just get rescued yeah uh, yeah you know, so so like, appreciate that um. I thought the course just ran a bit long. I thought F Zero hit the perfect um the um so I thought F Zero did the perfect bounce of like the um you know like three laps. Mm. This game requires you like five laps to like, reach course. Yeah. So um it like it feels like it feels a bit longer because of that. Um, the Odyssey was also not as interesting as games as F Zero is, and like you know, it's not fair to compare this game to F Zero, F Zero like this because it is trying to do its own um, you'll be, uh, be, you know, because it's trying to be its own game. The problem is that the game is so similar to F Zero in many ways, you can't help but compare the two of them. So right. it's like it's like you know, I'm just gonna say it's not fair. It's not fair that we're doing it to the game, but it is what it is. So. um I definitely agree with you. Yes, I definitely agree with you, Like with pinballing, that um, the the the, um, uh, the track the the track also didn't feel to be as crowded as f zero was because mm. it, 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 because there's not as many like racers uh, on the race there with you. So. Um I actually 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 found the game to be, I actually like found the game easier than F-Zero was. Um another um another thing this game lacks uh, lacks that F Zero doesn't. Uh, there's not really in difficulty settings. The, um, uh, the only difficult settings you can have is like normal versus power mode. Right. Uh, you know, so like so all in all I thought this game was easier than F-Zero was for the most part. So because F-Zero I played a lot of to be able to finish that game. Yeah. Uh with, like all the races. I probably did in the end, but uh, this one this one this one this one most races didn't this one most races didn't um you didn't run the part of the challenge so um uh, and yes I do and yes i do agree with the controls the controls do feel a bit tight are not as responsive responsive um as they liked they're not horrible they um you know they just take you know you know but they're not perfect they' just takes getting used to
0: yeah and that's just it like it takes some getting used to it, and like most people who are gonna pick up in... and you know, play this game. Like they're not going to put that much time into it. I think to get mm-hmm. used to it, it's going right. to be. Oh, this
1: feels like garbage, and I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh you mentioned the music. The music sound a bit better. Go, Joe. Did you have problems with that? So,
0: I think the music's fantastic in this game. It I is, actually yes. really, I mean. really enjoyed the the soundtrack. Yeah, but. Oh my God, the whining of the engine. I don't know what sound effect <laughs> they used, but the whining of the engine drove me nuts. Like I had to pause, not pause the game, but mute the uh, sound because the just the, the constant, that's pretty annoying. <laughs> 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 but other than that, like, you know, bouncing off the wall sounds as it should when you jump in braces going by you. If you're doing that bad in the game. Um, you know, everything else was kind of on par, but that engine sound was enough to make me want to mute it, which is depressing because like I said, the music that I heard was fantastic. I even tried to look up different tracks on YouTube so I could hear the rest of the soundtrack right. and I loved the music that's in this game, but that engine sound, it's like a Genesis dying cat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I didn't mind it quite as bad as you did, but yeah, I do agree with you that the engine sounds like pretty horrible. So yeah. um but uh, uh also what did I mention about course design. Course design the, the, the race the race design That the race design courses I thought were pretty good for the most part. I, um you know I do like the fact that they actually like had to like you know like do jumps, that kind of stuff, because I thought mm. it was like, fun in games. But you definitely can tell this game. You, they definitely—they definitely tell this game. The developers come from pinball, pinball-heavy background because a lot of the courses have like pinball elements to them, like you know, like bumpers, yeah. bumpers bounce off, of like a whatnot. So, um, I liked that. I'm not sure if you did, Joe, but I liked that aspect.
0: Um, I liked it when it worked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it. Thank God you can't die. So that's yes. a plus. Yep. yep, that's a plus. Um, because if this was F Zero. Uh, with all the bouncing off the walls that i did i would have blown up and there wouldn't have been me completing any course um but here like you can kind of there's specific points in the race like especially with like the rubber band slingshot uh obstacle that they have i mean you can use it to your advantage so it's not really an obstacle but if you set yourself just right they are positioned to kind of move you along the course quicker um, and be a, you know, what, what do you mm. call it? a uh, An ally more than a, an right. adversary. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm with you, man. Like, you, this, like if you, even if I didn't know anything about the developer and I didn't know they designed pinball games and had done so in the past, looking at this game and playing it, I would have guessed that that's what they did.
1: <laughs> uh yeah again no, i don't hate it yeah no.
0: but it just took some getting used to
1: right yeah 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 it is a very different pinball game uh, i'm sorry pinball game Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're talking you're right pinball <laughs> pinball inspired game here because it's like and that really that's 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 me that that's that's the major thing that makes it stand out from f-zero because the fact that because the fact that this game does have those, that pinball elements mm-hmm. to the to, to the courses. So uh, I think that's a plus. Uh, a plus because that makes this game like very unique. I can see what my friend who's just to the game likes it so much because it is a very unique like, unique racing game. I can't think of another yeah. piece but, you know, like I can't think of another racing game like this. Um the pinball aspects definitely did the pinball aspect's present present definitely did present definitely do make it unique yeah. um i had the hardest time with the courses The courses they had the they had the, that they had the sharp nine degree corners that require you to hit the pinball bumper to be able to bounce off of Yeah. um uh, yeah yeah that yeah that's challenging so um also um while the game graphically does look very pretty you know the 3d graphics that fixed camera angle you yeah. can't see like you can't see as far in front of you as you can in F Zero, so mm-hmm. you don't have to touch a warning a warning as what's coming up to you uh, to you on the on the course. In F Zero, you know there's more draw distance, so you can see more what's going on. Yeah. Plus, also the fact F Zero had a mini um, a, a mini map of the race and screen. This you know this game right. doesn't. So the combination of both those things means that the uh, means that means that later on in the game you are gonna you are gonna crash and burn several times and you have memorize the course well enough to figure out okay I have to go here here I have to go there there um, it's just unfortunate the combination of the combo of those two things make this game more harder than it really should be yeah but uh, but anyway so um, yeah so I do give. Overall thoughts. You probably already probably gleamed what we're saying here. Um, you know what we thought about the game. Uh, overall, i um, overall. I do like this game. I think that you know complaints aside, I do have like many complaints in this game. I think over. Um, I think overall, this is a very you know this is a very unique. Uh, fun racing game. If you're a fan of racing games and uh, games, and if you're um, and if you're going to put the time, the time in this game requires to get good at it. As Joe alluded to, this this is not really pick up and play racing game. Uh, you really you would really, really do have to spend some time practicing the controls, getting used to things, that kind of stuff. So, um, had that zero never come out, this game, you know, this game that could be awesome. I think because it's like you know it definitely would be uh you know in its own category. But 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 because like I said before. It's it, it, like it's unfair, but you can't help but this game to F Zero, and just and I just think F Zero like overall is a better you know better design course, uh, right. uh um, uh, a course is a better and better design racing game. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, but anyway, um, what this game does have going for uh, it, um. <coughs> It's a very unique pinball-inspired, um, you know, uh, uh, maps, um, and the fact this game is playable to people who may, who may suffer, who may suffer like, who may suffer like motion sickness. So. Like, so if you're a big racing fan, if you're a fan of, um, you know, if you're a fan of obscure Japanese games, I definitely recommend checking this out. Because I, because this game, this game is rather obscure. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, but I was, surprised to see how many, I was surprised to see how many magazines actually published it. I had to published reviews of this game back in the day. But uh, nowadays, it definitely is an obscure game. So, yeah. If you're a big racing game, uh, a racing fan game gamer who wants some, who wants a unique game, check this out. Um, otherwise... If you're a fan of F-Z- um you otherwise like you're a fan of F Zero, um there's not really there's not really like any point in playing this because like the, the point playing this because you're already getting the better game like an F Zero, I think. So yeah. um so yeah, I didn't hate the game. I just think it's like it's it's um, you know, they, like it was fine for what it is. So uh yep, Joe, what's your that. what's your conclusion overall conclusion like this game?
0: I say look at this game as um d l c for f zero huh. that was fan made not by nintendo um that's interesting it's not you know what i mean like it's if you got that f zero itch i guess you know you could kind of relate and play this game as if it was f zero huh. um but I mean it's its own thing it's very bouncy and you gotta keep that in mind right and i like i said on numerous times on this on this podcast. At least play it. You don't have to like it, but you should at least play it.
1: Mm.
0: Outside of that, you know, the game's alright. Like once you get used to it, it's a pretty good game. That's really what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, I agree with that definitely. So
0: I'm currently combing through an issue of Nintendo Power trying to find...
1: Yes, I was going to mention that, so... Yeah, so
0: <laughs> I was looking for that specific review, and I can't seem to find it, which is disappointing. It's because... in the July
1: 94 issue, uh, Volume 62.
0: Yeah, and I'm flipping... Th- oh, here we go, Freeway Flyboys, yeah. which was what it was supposed to be named here, but it, it never got released. It got cancelled, so...
1: So, information... Yeah, <laughs> Yes, yeah, I was going to say, information about this is pretty scarce, but... Um, my best writing theory is, like I mentioned before, Nintendo. Nintendo did a relationship, uh, with, like the publisher, uh, Meldak, because, because like I said before, with, uh, with, with, like another kazi developed game, Super Pinball Behind the Mask. Meldak published that in Japan, but it's Nintendo got the rights to publish that game in North America. I think, right. I think this game, I think, I think, this game, I think this game was gonna have the same thing happen to it, like with Meldac. Uh, published the game in Japan and Nintendo got the rights to publish the game in North America. That's my guess based upon what I know uh before it happened in the past right. um why that never happened? I'm not sure because uh apparently yeah because yeah because it was weird that it was weird that they were planning upon bringing this game over to North America and they changed their mind so um so I'm guessing I'm guessing probably maybe maybe Nintendo felt the game's too similar to f zero uh maybe. You know, maybe they were afraid, like, about how it might sell over here. I'm not sure why. There's not.
0: My guess, my best guess would be based on this review, which I will read here. um, This review alone probably stopped that game in its tracks to coming over here. (laughs) Um, So here's how it starts Uh, What would happen if you combined F Zero with the Care Bears? By 1994, Care Bears are passe, and definitely not popular, so this is not a good start. Uh, Well, you'd probably get arrested, but what you'd get on the screen might resemble Freeway Flyboys. So where does all the weirdness come from? On the planet Daisy Age, there is an annual race called the Astro-Go-Go between five top racers. When you join the race, you'll launch into a wild high-speed Mode 7 affair... With lots of jumps and the opponents that look like Barney's goofier cousins, you can race the entire circuit or try to set the record in time trials. The plus that they gave it is the racing can be fun, particularly for younger players. The minus was not much challenge, weird themes, and weird characters.
1: Yeah, I can see most of that. Um, you know, I think this game is... Uh, uh, like before, this game This game is definitely easier than F-Zero is. I think this game... That's a good point. You know, this game this this game would be more ideal for, like, a younger game player, I think. Uh, because it's not quite yeah. challenging, like, as because F-Zero is. Um, the care about reference, I can kind of see that. Because this game does kind of have some very, like, cartoonish elements to it. So...
0: Yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of pinks and stuff like that. Sure, so I can... But... I, I see where they're coming from. But also, yeah. like... I don't know. Like... I, I just feel like that was your 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 nail in the coffin. Like, it's Nintendo power. Like, if they were gonna publish this thing, you think that they would lie to us like they had in the past? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, actually,
1: Nintendo. Actually, <laughs> uh, actually, Nintendo power was pretty was pretty accurate. Like with the reviews that I thought, but you know, yeah, because you know because you know they you know, they did give some games like bad marks. You know they didn't like, um um you know they didn't like you know they didn't like glow pass everything off as being great. So um. Especially, but also, but also, but also, but also, also, also by 94, uh, Nintendo power had also changed. It could be more brutal than they had been before in the past as well, too. Right. So, um, you know, there's also that, but, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably, that's probably a good point. It's like, you know, I think that probably the reviewer played this game, obviously, obviously wasn't that impressed by it. So it's like, you know, I think probably the higher side, the higher side um, you know, not to bother. So,
0: yeah, I mean. You know, as far as Nintendo of America is concerned, like, pretty much they had the say of what would come over and get translated and what wouldn't. Right. And it really looks like like they got the advanced copy of this and it just didn't meet the standards that they felt that it needed to hit to be able to be released here.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, that said, also, um, you know, that said as well, uh, this game. It, this game's a japanese game and like you know racing games racing games of course don't have uh, racing games of course don't have don't have very much japanese text in them anyway to begin with so that wouldn't have been a problem but right. um there's not one bit of japanese in this game like it's all right. in english so yep. uh, which which was a very, which, was like a, um, which also, which like, also curious, but it also means this game is very emulation-friendly, if you want to, like, check it out. Yep. Um, Because it, w- it would have been anyway, the fact, um, you know, the fact the whole game is in English made me think that the development probably, probably did have the North American market in mind all along for this game. Um, yeah. um, but I agree. So, uh, the, re- the reviews of this game probably also, pro- probably also didn't help. The reviews of this game were, were moderately based. Uh, when it came out, um, most of these, most, of these, most of these are Japanese publications, uh, publications. So I'm not gonna bother with the names. I'll just give you the scores. Um, the lowest, the, 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 the lowest scores on here were, were uh, lowest scores on here, like 51% and 55%. Mm. So the highest scores were 80 and 81%. So you got moderate scores, uh, for the game, you, you know, which is what we say. Yeah. Which is, which kind of mirrors what we were saying before, yeah. like, you know, like not horrible but not great just like right. a very you know kind of average racing game with a few like wrinkles to it so um I, so that probably didn't help either as far as the decision for decision decision to bring the game over anyway though um there are a bunch of cheat codes you can use in this game however which is pretty nice um there appears to be four of them all together uh that this game has uh one of them is the one of them is course record clear uh uh code uh <laughs> you know, for some reason you want to like, clear the battery and start over again fresh you can use this code to clear everything out uh, one is the one is the one is the replay mode this allows you to be able to replay a course again after you played it through the first time um, you have to have um, to play it you have to play and then you put this code in to play it again. Uh, there's also <laughs> a sound test code you can use to hear all the music in the game. Um, and finally, there's also a st- and, 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 uh, um, uh, like finally, and finally, there's also available. Th- finally, there's also available um, st- a stage skip code you can use to like you know skip you know skip courses in the game, going to the next one. Hmm. it's pretty like you know a useful codes. Um, eBay. This game is probably one of the most one of the most rarest games uh, on eBay we've covered so far with the podcast. Um, which which makes sense. It is, it, um, it was a Japanese only game. Uh, it's a very like it's a very obs- it's a, like it's a very obscure niche game at that, mm. um, and it probably did not get a huge uh, like a huge printing run. So um, at the time, I mean, looking at this uh, recently a uh, couple weeks ago, as of like you know August two thousand twenty-two, uh, there were eleven copies of the game listed 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 online on eBay from all formats from all c- c- countries of the world, which we we'll in a little bit, but nothing has sold recently in the last ninety days. <laughs> So, uh, the prices, so, so, so I know history, so I, uh, so I have no history of, of, so, so to to you guys, I can just, uh, you know, I can just, you know, I can just give you the prices of what the copies, what, what they're asking for the copies now. And most of these, and most of these buy now prices. So I think these are like fa- fairly accurate for what you expect to pay for this game if they want to get it. So, um, if you want the card only, uh, the, um, you know, there were, uh, there's six examples six, six examples of this being sold from various countries around the world these prices include shipping uh they're asking anywhere uh they were asking they were, they were asking anywhere from 24 to 82 dollars like for this game hmm. depending upon where it's being shipped from which is all right pricing the pricing i think but uh once CIA copy of this game is available from japan uh they're asking for 81 uh repros of this game if you, like you want to play it uh playing a us uh, Super NES system. Uh, one one copy of this game was being sold from the U.S. in repo format for fifty five dollars. Uh, three more copies were being sold from China for, 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 for like, for like from anywhere from twenty six to forty one dollars. So depending upon like depending upon how much of a rush you, a rush you were to get the game, will determine upon how much were, uh, how much you end up paying for it. But I think yeah. those prices those prices prices are a little high for repos, but they're not like outrageous.
0: Yeah, but I feel like I would just break off the tabs that I have to break off in the Super Nintendo to be able to (laughs) play the Japanese Famicom games. You know what I mean? Like, I just get that instead of, you know, a repo in this case. Because with the repros, like, sometimes they work out because they do English patches and, it Mm -hmm. you know, you'll be able to understand the game. You don't need that for this game. No, you don't. You might as well go for the, you know, the slightly cheaper copy and get it straight from Japan.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh... Yeah, uh, very interesting. Um, you know, so, like so the game's not impossible to find on eBay, but it is one of the more obscure games we cover for on, on, on the podcast for sure. So, uh, for reasons, for reasons I can understand why. So, uh, so yeah, that's Astro Go Go. Um, I can see why my friend enjoys the game so much because it is. Um, just a, just because if you're a fan of F Zero, I um, you know, I definitely can see you like you know really like this game a lot too as well. Yeah. Um, it does do some different things to help separate it. But like I said before, it's it's so impossible not to compare the two games because right. they the two games because they're, because how similar that they similar similar they are. So, uh yeah, fans of F Zero, fans are, uh, fan of fans of racing games, definitely you know definitely worth checking it out. Um, otherwise, you know, you know, otherwise, I just think there's better racing games out there. uh, unfortunately, so agreed. Um. It would, be, it, it would be. interesting to see what happen. Um, be interesting see, would be interesting to see what happened in this game in an alternate world. Rep Zero never came out. Uh, yeah. I think this game would probably have, have a very different reputation than it does today.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: Anyway, uh, that's the that's the podcast for you. Uh, as always, uh, we very very much appreciate you giving us a few minutes every day. Um, we have now set up our games coming up in the coming up in the, coming up in the next several episodes, leading up to the you're, 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 you're leading up to our big uh, draft episode or the two hundred episode uh, for our next like for our next episode one ninety seven. Uh, what game? What games do you want us to cover next time, Joe?
0: Oh, we are going to be covering Street Fighter Alpha two. Yes. So
1: we Yes, yeah, so we covered. Yes, yeah, so we've covered the original Street Fighter two on this podcast way back when. But um I i I either I either have I either do not remember playing Alpha Two or I've never played it. Um, I'm assuming I'm assuming Joe there's some big differences between this game like the original Street Fighter.
0: Well, it's a prequel. Oh, that's
1: what it's. It's known difference. as uh,
0: Street Fighter Zero 2 in uh the land down under, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you still get your typical uh Street Fighter mainstays with Ryu and Ken, but you know, there's uh some new Fighters that we're introduced to become prevalent later on in the series and whatever else. So, um, but yeah, this is, uh, I'm excited to talk about this one.
1: Okay. Cool. Uh, well, as always, uh, as always, if you want to give us comments, feedback, suggestions, etc., you can find us on Facebook. We're going to send me an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Joe, where can they reach you at?
0: You can find me on my very public Facebook page. Or you can find me on Twitter at joesux30.
1: Yes. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, as always, I guess, like I a good every day. And they, uh, yeah, uh, just make sure you're not actually like you know like uh, you know just make sure you actually get some time between, time between like playing a recent game and actually going out and driving in real life because otherwise <laughs> bad things may happen. So just a final wrap up piece of advice of the day. So <laughs> later, all take care.
0: Bye.